Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshke, your host and Don I'm your Kennedy sidekick. I'm Don Kennedy, the sidekick today. <laughs> She's provided a lot of humor today for me, at least in the last 15 minutes. I don't get to do that for you very often. <laughs> You're usually, usually my humor, so. Usually it's me. Today it's your turn. Uh, so anyway, uh, hello Radio Land and Facebook Land. Uh, I was telling them on Facebook that uh, we just had all kinds of stuff happening. We get, about the time we'd get set, realize something wasn't plugged in, and then, then the microphones would fall off, and we'd knock something over or whatever. But we persevered, and here we are. Here we are. As long as my <laughs> microphones don't jump place, off, we're okay. Don't they jump just off. jump off. I told her I wore slick pants today too, so I'm sitting in a chair. If I just slide under the table, we're at. Just keep going. <laughs> just don't don't pay attention. I told her, please don't wear slick pants anymore. <laughs> we can't have slick pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me, oh, my. <clears throat> well, if we can compose ourselves. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna, we're, I don't know either. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But uh, anyway. <clears throat> what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about one year ago today. It's a celebration time. It's a celebration time. Something very, today is a very significant day for me. Okay. Mike, know what day it is? I know what day it is. <laughs> I do know what day it is because one year ago, exactly today, mm -hmm. October 26, 2020, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Well, Life as we knew it changed. Changed. Everything changed. <laughs> it went into this whirlwind um, of tests and surgeries and just biopsies and uh, chemo and radiation and tests and tests and tests. But I'm going to jump ahead and then we'll mm -hmm. go back. Mm -hmm. I sit here today completely, totally healed. Yay, Jesus. No cancer. Thank you, Father. I just had my, um, so I'll tell you all this, then we're going we're gonna to go back. <laughs> but a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now, <clears throat> I had my diagnostic mammogram. And you go in there, they do it, and then you have to wait for the radiologist to read it right then because if they, they may have to do another one. And so they put you in a, a waiting room by yourself, and they had a bench and a wall, and they had a little pillow. Well, I was so unconcerned about it that I went to sleep. I mean, before I went to sleep, the lady came back and she said, I just want you to know He's still busy with with something else. He hasn't looked at your uh, your mammogram yet, but and I know this is the hardest part. She said because of the waiting to hear the report. I said, No, 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 I'm fine. I said it's going to be a good report. Well, I went sound asleep. I was just like, I knew. Mm -hmm. Well, she came in there and woke me up, and she said, How dare she? How dare she? I needed a nap. <laughs> she said. You are completely clear. Thank you, Jesus. You know, both sides. Mm -hmm. I was clear completely, mm -hmm. nothing. And I already knew it. So it all, ha all that happened was the report confirmed my faith. Mm -hmm. 
my faith was I was completely healed. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And so she just came back and told me what I already knew. But I cracked myself up because I went to sleep waiting because I had no fear. You were not worried. I was not worried. I had no fear. I wasn't concerned. Uh, I went through what I needed to go through. And I'm just maybe maybe some of y'all heard this before, but probably won't be the same way I've ever shared it. But I believe I I needed to come back today and give the report one year later Mm -hmm. uh, of what God has done. And so whenever I went in for my physical in October of 2020 and, of course, did a mammogram and all that at the beginning of the month. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'm going along and I just felt the Holy Spirit whisper to me. You know, when I had all my blood work, you know, for a physical, I just felt the Holy Spirit whisper to me. I will be be with you. Whatever you walk through, I will be with Mm -hmm. you. And so I knew I knew that something was coming. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know really what. And so it was like a preparatory word. Mm -hmm. And it was it was the word that I needed. It was God speaking to me that it was my staying word. It was my stake in the ground. It was my foundation. It kept me steady mm-hmm. in the midst of everything that was about to take place. And, and in Isaiah 43, let me, let me read this to you. Now, but now this is what the Lord, your creator says, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I've redeemed you from captivity. My captivity mm-hmm. at that time, it was try it was Cancer was trying to take me captive. Mm-hmm. Do not fear if I've redeemed you from captivity. I have called you by my name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. I will be with you. And you'll pass through <laughs> them. Pass through the waters. Right. Not get drowned by That's them. That's right. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you for I am the Lord your God the Holy One of Israel your Savior Mm -hmm. and so he had told me I will be with you and he was Mm -hmm. and so then the enemy tried to bring fear yeah wasn't that word that C word was a little intimidating wasn't it well yeah yeah cancer is uh, the devil uses it to cause fear Mm -hmm. I mean it's meant to cause fear and panic Mm -hmm. and so, but I had that word. I remembered it when, when I got the call from the doctor. That was still, you know, a lot of COVID going on. And, you know, they were doing things, you know, call you or FaceTime you or whatever. And, but I knew before she called, after they did a biopsy and everything, and the Lord had already said, I'll be with you. Whatever you walk through, I'll be with you. It wasn't a surprise to me when she, when she gave me the diagnosis. But... After the diagnosis was confirmed by the doctor, the enemy came along to whisper in my ear. And this is what he said. You're going to die. You're not going to make it. This is going to take you out. And that fear was just a brief time. And I said, devil, you cannot threaten me with heaven. Mm -hmm. Heaven is not a threat. It is my destination. That's my goal Mm -hmm. is heaven. Mm -hmm. And I just said, you cannot threaten me with heaven. And then I said, 
if I die, I win mm -hmm. because I'll be in heaven. That's my destiny. If I live, I win, mm -hmm. but you're not in charge. Mm -hmm. You're not in charge. And I said, you don't get a say over you, me. You don't get a say because the Bible <laughs> says my life and times are in his hands mm -hmm. in God's hands. Mm -hmm. And so I just, and then I followed it up with, and by the way, I declare I will live and not die and declare the works mm -hmm. of the Lord. With long life will he satisfy me and show me my salvation, his salvation. By his stripes I am healed. And I declared, Lord, you said that I would preach and teach and minister and music all over the world. That has not happened yet. So my destiny has not been completely filled yet. Mm -hmm. So and I I began to declare out loud, I will be I will live at least another four decades. Because people in my family, most of them live to be in the middle 90s. Mm -hmm. So that gives me four more decades. Mm -hmm. And so I, that was my confession. So that combining with I will be with you, whatever you walk through, I will be with you. That's it was just a still small voice. Just I was just sitting there and the, I heard the Spirit of God say it mm -hmm. just as quietly, but very directly. Mm -hmm. And it prepared me something was coming and I, I knew that God was going to be with me. But then when I said, you know, you can't threaten me with heaven. I'm like, how can you threaten mm -hmm. me with heaven? I mean, it's going to be, it is the ultimate. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, but devil, you're not taking me out. Cancer has not taken me out. I love when you read it, you said, I am the Lord, your God. Mm -hmm. You are mine. Mm -hmm. I am the Lord, your God, and you are mine. mine. And that right there is enough to say, I can make it. I can make it. No matter what I walk through, I mm -hmm. can make it because mm -hmm. I'm yours. But I love, I heard you talking earlier today about a right now word, mm -hmm. a, an on-time word, because we can make the word, like you said, say mm -hmm. just about anything we want it to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it, it, is it all going to be for the, the real right now word? Yeah. And I love that that was your right now word. Mm -hmm. He gave it to you right before you got the diagnosis mm -hmm. and you, he prepared you. And then you're like, okay, it's intimidating, mm -hmm. stabilize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to be overtaken by the water. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be drowned and I'm not going to be burned. I'm not going to come out smelling even like smoke, smoke in right. Jesus name. Yeah. And only the spirit of God can do that. And the word, you know, his mm -hmm. presence and the word. And so, Early on, I, I'm praise God. Early on, He spoke to me, and He began to help me to walk it out. Mm -hmm. And fear had to go. Mm -hmm. Didn't have time for that. It didn't. No. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, ain't, ain't nobody <laughs> got time for that. And but fear was like, it, it just came immediately. You're going to die. Mm -hmm. You're not going to make it through this. And I was like. Now, wait a minute. I cannot let that stand. Mm -hmm. I can't ignore that threat. You, you don't ignore the threat of the enemy. You, you, you speak the opposite. Mm -hmm. You speak the word and you use your faith, you know, and for whatever the circumstance may mm -hmm. be, whatever the situation, whatever's happening, you have to use your faith. And uh, so anyway, that that brought me to a whole nother level of just trusting him no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so that we were all praying, remember, that God would give the oncologist wisdom mm -hmm. for my treatment plan. Nothing more, nothing less. So everybody was in agreement praying for that. And 
I knew down deep in my spirit it wasn't a lack of faith. That's hard to explain. But I knew I was going to have to have chemo and radiation. And sure enough, Is they said yes. Is that what you wanted? No, no. Did you no. want to walk through that? No. no. <laughs> but I had that feeling, and I, I, I felt like although the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy, the enemy came to um, attack me, and, and cancer was not from God. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get that straight. <laughs> Uh, but in the midst of it, God caused it to be found out. See, sometimes we don't want the hidden things to come out, but sometimes the hidden things, especially if you've got cancer, cancer in your body or cancer of the soul, you know, there's things that, that need to be brought out in the light so that, <coughs> excuse me, you can deal with it. So they don't have power over right. you anymore. They don't mm-hmm. have power over you, mm-hmm. and it can't just grow. Mm-hmm. Because, see, the kind of cancer I had, it was invasive ductal carcinoma, was it was producing very quickly and you almost didn't go for your you almost put it off Mm because we were busy Mm -hmm. almost i thought you know i'll go later and get my test and all that i've got a lot going on in the ministry i'm not going to go get my mammogram blood but i'll just reschedule my physical Mm -hmm. and i just felt that you better not do that Mm -hmm. that just nudge from the holy spirit don't do that and a psa for all you girls that are listening go get your mammogram yes right Go get it done. Go get your test done. I mean, this October is uh, breast, breast cancer, cancer awareness. One. Yeah, mm-hmm. breast cancer awareness. And so get it done. Mm-hmm. So they found it early. But what they also found out. Okay, so let me back up a little bit, too. So we're all praying. I mean, I'm still like, okay, God, you are a God mm-hmm. of miracles. You can just remove. I've seen you do miracles. Mm-hmm. When it, But I had that kind of nudge in my spirit that I was probably going to have to walk through some treatment. And there was going to be a Even reason. Even the doctors were telling you, you probably weren't going to have to do that. You probably weren't yeah, going to have to do that. The doctor said, oh, you're just going to probably have to have a little bit of radiation and you'll, you'll be fine. In my spirit, I kept feeling, and my daughter did too, although we didn't talk about it. We found it out later. We were both thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. But so I, the doctor said, no, you're not going to need any of that. Then she came back. When the, I was supposed to go in about two days to start radiation and just do radiation only, they called me and said, Lueda, this specific test that, they, that shows this came back, and it showed that I had a very high risk of it returning. Even somewhere else in your Even body. Even somewhere in an mm-hmm. organ or anywhere, mm-hmm. and it could you know, just kind of take mm-hmm. over your body. And so I wasn't shocked by that. Mm-hmm. And she said, I highly, highly recommend that you uh, that we do can- a chemo and radiation and she said I'm talking the atomic bomb is what they called it or red devil is what they call it and how did you deal with it did you feel any disappointment in the di- diagnosis when you were believing for a miracle no I didn't I didn't because I knew that the Lord said I'll be with you mm-hmm. whatever you walk through and that was kind of my whatever you walk through I thought mm, there's something more to it than this so how would somebody else deal with, what would you tell somebody else if they got a diagnosis they weren't expecting? Well, that they were believing for, for a miracle yeah. and it mm-hmm. didn't happen that way. Because yeah. yours didn't happen that way. Yeah, mine didn't, I didn't have a miraculous, mm-hmm. what you would call instant miraculous miracle, but I sit here completely cancer free, right? right? Mm-hmm. But I would say, ask God, God, what are you doing in the midst mm-hmm. of this? What is your plan to that you what do you want me to do to get an agreement with heaven 
for my healing. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes God uses doctors. Mm -hmm. And who do you want to be for me now? Right. And who do you want to be for me now, God? What are you saying? What are you doing? Who do you want to be for me now? And how do you want me to respond? Because And who can I help yeah. while I'm in the midst of it? And that was the whole mm -hmm. key right there. I believe with every ounce of my being, number one, God caused what was hidden to come out because if we had let it go another year or several months, it could have been a different story for me. Mm -hmm. Thank God the Holy Spirit got my attention and mm -hmm. said, you go get your physical done. And, and that the Holy Spirit told me what he told me about he'd be with me. But it could have been a completely different story. So it was found out. Don't be afraid to find out what you need to find out. If you're wondering if you've got something going on in your body, go find out. Mm -hmm. And then ask God, okay, God, I believe by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed. I believe you can still raise the dead and heal the sick like that. Lord, how do I walk this out? You know, also, even in my own personal journey, I've had some sickness or some symptoms mm -hmm. that they can't get to the bottom of. Mm -hmm. But you know what? With every test that I clear, it's not my joy to go pay medical bills and mm -hmm. go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. But with every test they clear me of, mm -hmm. that's one more place the enemy doesn't have any victory that's right. to work on my <laughs> mind about that's it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not all bad right. to use your resources around you. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And God has the medical field. They get, you know, God is the healer, mm -hmm. but sometimes he chooses and uses people. Mm -hmm. And the healing, of course, it would have been a lot easier on me <laughs> to not go through chemo and chemo all that. Chemo is not and easy. No, I, I will tell you, chemo is no party. However... I thought to myself, and I prayed, and, and, and help, help me, Lord, that when I go in there, that I can minister hope. Show me who I need to sit by, who I need to talk to, and, uh, and give me, and then I had access back into the chemo rooms where they were having the treatment. And so I got to not only take care of what I needed to in my body, but it increased my field. It increased my sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. And I am able to understand, too, on a whole nother level what people go through mm -hmm. that I had no clue. And I'm able to relate. I'm able to speak into their lives. You know, it's just like, I, you know, I've shared many times I was sexually abused as a child, mm -hmm. grew up in alcoholism home and all that, and was left and rejected and abandoned, just things. I can relate to people and I can I can pray over them with an authority mm -hmm. because what God brought me through and has healed my heart and I am not a victim. I am a victor. And so God has helped me. Uh, he, he didn't send that to me, all that stuff, but he walked me through it. And he's healed my heart. Well, with cancer and going through chemo and radiation, man, I can relate when people say, you know, da, 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 da. And I would watch and listen to the people in the waiting room and in the chemo rooms, and you could tell who had hope and who mm -hmm, did not. Mm -hmm. You could tell who was a Christian and who was not. And just to see what people go through. I mean, it was rough. It was rough on me, but I saw people go through a whole lot worse. I also saw you not only uh, spread hope, but you were an example of grace. Oh, thank through you. it because you were going through a really hard time but you leaned so hard into the Lord through it 
I saw you even on your worst days, your struggling days, the ones that you couldn't hardly move or get out of bed or, or whatever, you still had something good to say. Mm, you, you still Jesus. had something, even if you talked to one of us, you you were encouraging us when we were trying to encourage you. You know, um, you didn't whine and complain and get into, oh, woe is me and depression that, you know, is this ever going to end? Six months of chemo is not a short amount of time. That's a long time mm -hmm. to have Mm -hmm. poisons put in your mm -hmm. body and knock mm -hmm. you down and I just want to compliment you oh, on being you, an example Jesus. of grace thank you. and and hope and love and just knowing who you are and how we can be you know mm -hmm. no matter what our trials are we can be okay yeah. we can be loved we are his daughter or his son that's right he if you have asked him to be your savior mm -hmm. He is your Lord, mm -hmm. and you are His, and mm -hmm. we can have hope in all things. Yeah, and and you know, Don, the key is if you if all you can do is say Jesus, mm -hmm. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Maybe you can't pray a big long prayer or anything like that, and you're not sitting there studying the words, you know. But if if you're and you're sick, but you just say Jesus, He just He's just carrying you. He carried me. Mm -hmm. In my weakness, he's made strong. So whatever you, you may not be going through a physical sickness, but maybe you're going through a really difficult situation in your life. He will carry you through it. I think that now's a good little time to just have a little uh, reminder to the families that were hurt in the recent uh, yeah. drag racing incident that yeah. just happened this weekend here. Some of them lost their children, yeah. and there's still some in critical condition, and they're all probably needing income. And mm -hmm. you know, there's medical bills hitting them, and and the poor man that did, you know, that was Flipped in it. the car, mm -hmm. that what he must be feeling. Mm -hmm. And so, we want to say to y'all that God will carry you. Yes. Too. Yeah. He's your God. Yeah. He's trustworthy. Yes. And we don't understand why some. Terrible things happen, but the mm -hmm. word says that things happen in this earth. <laughs> right. In this world, in this world, we have tribulations, and it's hard. Yeah, some it things is. are so hard. Sometimes we suffer. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, sometimes we suffer in this world, even as Christians. Just because we're Christians, don't mean <laughs> that we're immune from it. And and my heart goes out to those precious families mm -hmm. that you were just talking about, and and. Uh, I'm just, I grieve with you mm -hmm. over that. And if you are part of that family or, or you know, th know those people, I just pray, Lord, that, that you would comfort them. You're the God of all comfort. Mm -hmm. I pray that you would comfort the grieving and give grace to those that have lost loved ones and those that are hurt. Father, we just pray that you'd minister minister, oh God, to our community and to our uh, our people, Lord, right here in Kerrville. Mm -hmm. Lord, we just pray that you would be the healing balm of Gilead and that you would just, um, you said you heal the brokenhearted and you bind up their wounds. So, Lord, we lift them up before you and we pray your peace and your grace in Jesus' name. And even though, Lord, it doesn't feel good, anything about what's happened doesn't feel good, to the, to, especially to these families, Lord. I thank you that you can turn it to your good. Somehow yeah, you somehow. can turn it and use it 
for your good, Father God, and bring good of it. Mm -hmm. You know, this last weekend I ministered to a group of ladies, and I I shared with them about the God of all comfort, that, and the actual the title was carried by the Comforter. Mm -hmm. uh, many there had had suffered some loss. Mm -hmm. uh, there were a lot of grieving and situations going on, and it's so true. And I have a picture that my friend, uh, Dr. Sandy Kirk, it's not a picture, it's actually a card that she sent me. And it's beautiful, embossed with gold, and uh, it's the, the drawing of Jesus, and he's bent over like this, and there's a little lamb that is nuzzled up against his chest, his bosom. He's carrying it. He's carrying it, and mm -hmm. he's and just loving and mm -hmm. cuddling that little lamb. And she, she gave me that card. I framed it. Mm -hmm. And when I was going through chemo, I still look at it every day. I would look at that, and I would be like, there's Jesus, there's me. There's Jesus. You were There's the little me. lamb on his shoulder I being cuddled and carried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, I can't think of where the scripture's at right now. It's in Isaiah that says he will, he carries the lambs mm -hmm. in, in, next to his bosom. And he carried me through. He will carry you through whatever it is. Uh, and you know, one thing that I shared to this last weekend, and it's just something that I've come to know and I don't even remember who I, I heard somebody say this years ago, and I've never forgotten it. When I don't understand God's ways, I trust his heart. Mm -hmm. I trust his heart. Because he's for us, he's not for against us. us. Yeah. <laughs> and we live in a fallen world mm -hmm. and things happen. There's sickness, there's disease, evil things happen. Mm -hmm. We live in a fallen world. And when we something happens we don't understand, we can trust him. We trust his heart, mm -hmm. you know, and we and he carries us through. So, uh, you know, I just release that to you right now, that comfort and that carrying of the Spirit of God. Oh my goodness, Don, we're almost what if done they don't with know first this Jesus. Pardon me. What if they don't know? If they Jesus? Do, that's it. If they don't, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord, then you just say, Lord, I invite you in, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. I believe, Jesus, that you're the Son of God. I believe that you were born of a virgin. You came to this earth. You died on the cross for my sin, and you were buried, and you rose again. I accept you now as my Savior. I give you my past, my present, my future. Lord, I'm yours. Teach me. Talk to me. Help me. Change me. I put myself in your hands, and I take you as my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you said that prayer or you need, or you need prayer for anything, call our prayer line at 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579, and they will pray with you and minister to you. Go to our website at lureda.org. There's tons and tons of ministry resources for you. <laughs> Lureda Roshki Ministries, that's right. You can uh, go there, and there's lots of things to bless you. Don't go anywhere because we're just going to reset and we'll be right back to continue this teaching today. We love you guys. Hold on.